Good morning. This is Doug Tapp, CEO of the AGC of Oklahoma Building Chapter, and we are kicking off our new 2022 series of podcasts, and today I'm visiting with some gentlemen from Insurica, uh, namely Dylan Rosenhammer, and he'll be introducing some of his other uh, co-padres as we go through the podcast. And Insurica is one of our AGC of Oklahoma sponsors this year, and with some of our sponsorship packages, we invite our sponsors to sit down and do a podcast with the association and just talk a little bit about the company and then talk a little bit about you know their experiences with AGC or whatever other opportunities we have partnered up with. And today, uh, one of the things that Dylan and I are going to discuss in detail are two of our affinity discount programs. You know, the the chapter has a number of programs, not only here locally, but also at the AGC national level, whether it's an NPP program, a Verizon program, uh, Office Depot, Sherwin-Williams, whatever that's available to our members. But today, Dylan, I'd like to focus in on, you know, two that you know a lot about, and that's our BitCo program and our CompSource Mutual program. So could you you know, give us a little intro and, and kick that off for us. Yeah, thanks, Doug. Uh, uh, we appreciate you having us and, and coming to have the opportunity to visit with AGC today. Uh, we've got some partners with Insurica here uh, that's going to go over a lot of what our details are today. We've got Paul Moore with our Insurica office. We've got Glenn Tolentino, and we've got Lance Shetley, who's going to each kind of be discussing each uh, uh, parts of the comp source and the BitCo program. Great, great. And gosh, you know, Insurica has been a member for as long as I can remember through my AGC career. I didn't look up the start date, but you guys have been one of our, you know, pretty uh, dedicated service provider members for a long time and have offered a couple of opportunities for our members in the way of discount programs. So, you know, let's talk a little bit about the BitCo program. Okay. Well, uh, that's something that, you know, we're going to have Paul Moore discuss a little bit more in detail. He's been on it for, you know, nine or ten years now. So, Paul, if you want to talk some details on that. Sure. Thanks, Doug. Uh, this, the uh, BitCo dividend program began in 2009, and uh, I do have some numbers put together. I'm not going to go all the way back to 2009, but I'll tell you uh, some of the, the dividend numbers that have racked up since 2014, so that's eight years' worth. That's th- a little over $3.2 million dollars. Dividends that were paid back to the uh, contractor members and the various uh, AGC uh, uh, chapters, and of course that also doesn't in, doesn't encompass the one percent non dues revenue that was paid back to the to the association. And we appreciate that for sure. You bet. So if I'm a, a a regular AGC of Oklahoma member, whether I'm heavy highway building chapter or the municipal chapter, and I'm listening to this podcast, and I'm going. Man, we don't we don't write through Bitco. What what should they do? What's their next step to investigate? Well, it's an open program, so any agent that's appointed with Bitco can get to it. So it's really as simple as go to your agent, ask them to bring you a Bitco proposal. Now you'll uh, when they send that in, Bitco is going to do the uh, sort of the background and see that they're a member of the AGC. They're going to check a box. And so if they were to write their business with BitCo, then uh, that will automatically trigger, you know, they're eligible for the dividend program, and a percentage of that, 1% of that, is going to go back to the, to the chapter as non-dues revenue. Excellent, excellent. 
And from what I have gathered through discussions, not only with our contractors, but also obviously with you guys, you know, Bitco's, they're, they're a little bit selective on who they pick, but on the flip side, they give the contractors excellent service. Yeah, that's true. Bitco was their, uh, uh, an old, kind of old school underwriting company, and they're gonna they're looking for best in class. Everybody's looking for best in class, but Bitco is definitely one of those that's looking for uh, certain behaviors and certain track record as far as controlling your losses and risk management. So definitely, uh, if you fit their mold inside their box, they are known as a white glove carrier, and they take very good care of their of their clients. Excellent, excellent. So. That's one program in a nutshell. Um, I know we've got a few of our members that enjoy um, the Bitco program through their businesses. The second one that we just kicked off here, what, a year, year and a half ago, is our Comp Source Mutual Workers Comp program. And I'm going to invite the Insurica guys to fill us in a little bit more about it. I know personally that uh, it is kicked off in our chapter. Uh, quicker and better than what we were expecting, and um, it's got great benefits for the association members. So let's go into a little bit more detail on it. Yeah, thanks, Doug. I think, you know, before we get into the heavy details of the CompSource program, what, what our goal was was to try to find local partners, local affinity partners that have shown a high level of, of, of uh, you know, service and a high level of responsibility back to our associations. And we couldn't have picked a better one than CompSource. I mean, they're an Oklahoma company. They've been around forever. They insure roughly a third of the comp, of the workers' compensation in the state of Oklahoma. So when when we approached CompSource about potentially partnering with the AGC, and this is all chapters of the AGC as well, similar mm-hmm. to the Bitco program, they were all they were all hands in. They loved the idea. They they liked that not only just to show their loyalty and responsibility to the association. But our goal is to help promote it to grow the association, right? So yes. if you've got someone that's had comp source insurance or Bitco insurance for years and years but aren't a part of any association, then they're not able to get qualified for these discounts and these programs. So why in the world wouldn't you at least look into the association to see, you know, if it's only going to cost me 2000 bucks to be an association member, but I'm going to save $18,000 on my insurance right. cost, why right. in the world would we not do that? Right. So. I think part of the part of the main goal really is to grow the associations first, and and that that's going to be all of our jobs to make sure and get the word out that you know in our industry, you know we we insure a lot of people that aren't part of the associations with these carriers, so we really need to promote the associations back. So and that that only, not only will allow them to be great members and have all the benefits of the AGC um, and all other chapters, but to allow the program to grow, therefore helping the AGC as well. Yes, and we certainly appreciate that help. Sure, yeah. Non, and Non-dues revenues, <laughs> uh, always appreciated. Absolutely. And and to get in a little bit with CompSource, um, we, we've worked with CompSource for a long time. They're great. I, we, we enjoy working with CompSource Mutual. They do have kind of um, the the reputation of, A, being the, the – the compensation carrier of, of I won't say last choice, but the state fund, mm-hmm. basically, right? Which they were. For right? years and years they yeah. were. Um, they've made a big change in the last seven or eight years, and and we we really have had a lot of success with them. Um, Glenn, do you want to talk a little bit about, you know, kind of what our experience with CompSource and what yours is particularly? You've been in this business for a long time. Yeah, absolutely. So you kind of touched on it. 
and Doug, he mentioned, and you, you said as well, like the perception used to be, oh, I'm going to go to the state fund. That's what we, you know, we used to call them. And then they, they made that transition, and they mutualized, and they became a private carrier. And so CompSource Mutual Insurance Company had to overcome just the perception within our industry and then also within just the uh, the all the clients uh-huh. in the state. And I have had a client that he's told me, and this has been several years ago before the before you know CompSource has fully made the full transition, and they were still new as a as a uh, privatized company or going mutual, excuse me. And he said, "Do not go to the state fund. I will not deal with them." Blah blah blah. And he just had this perception that that is a market of last resort. I'm better than that, you know. I. You know, my my business should be with a, a a better carrier that is not just a market of last resort, and that is certainly not the case anymore. Um, like one of the things that we've talked about here, uh, you know, in the construction practice group, is that you know their their loss control guys that go out and do on site job inspections very seldomly with uh, my clients in particular do I get a surprise visit from those guys. They are very proactive in reaching out to the agent or the agency. And then on top of that with Insurica, you know, we've got our own in-house risk control team. And, and a lot of times those loss control reps for uh, comp source are coordinating, coordinating with our current risk control guys. And so it'll be a mutual touch, a mutual visit, uh, no pun intended, with our client. And so I think that um, – Whatever perception has been held in the past, it, it's it's not the case anymore. And and also, you know, just as a uh, as an association partner, and, and Dylan mentioned it, you know, we're going to have them with a capable company, right? Right. And you wouldn't you wouldn't allow that, and we wouldn't allow it. And so, um, I just think that the way that they have transitioned. Uh, uh, it, it is a night and day difference in how they operate. Good, so. good. And same question to you. So if I'm an AGC of Oklahoma member at the building chapter and I'm listening to this podcast or I've heard something from a fellow member or from myself about the Comp Source Mutual program, how do I take the next step? What do I do as the company to say, hey, you know, that sounds like something I need to explore. What do I do next? Right. And it's very simple. Um, they would just work through their current agent and ask them, you know, flat out, hey, are you familiar with the, the uh, comp source program for AGC? Um, and then, you know, just say, I'd like to be uh, enrolled in that program or I'd like to see if I qualify for that program. Right. So, And right now that program, the the immediate benefits to the member or the new member are, a discount on their premium, correct? Yeah, I think. And what else? I think the biggest, the biggest part of the program that that we enjoy and that the AGC will enjoy and the clients will enjoy is, hey, they do they they could potentially get a little discount up front. That's fine. Discounts are great. We love five, ten, fifteen percent, whatever it may be. They they also get to now be a part of the AGC program, which essentially looks at the group's total losses, and then based on the loss ratio of that group, can then get a dividend back so you know we've got a we've got a pretty good group already involved in this but the fact that they can get a dividend based on their own loss ratios within the group 
also can give them another 10 or 15% back, you know, whatever that would be. And then finally, and I think most important, it does pay back the AGC. Yes. And, and Doug, I'd ask you, the funds that you've been receiving and will be receiving, are we earmarking them towards one particular um, service, or how is that going to work? Fantastic question. Um, and there's some things that we're exploring. Uh, you know, the chapter just finished a strategic planning session a couple of months ago. And there's, um, there's a strategic planning goal that's sitting there um, that this could weigh in on helping with that. Because so, it, it used to be, you know, you had trucks that drove around and gave out gloves and hard hats and glasses. and I, I don't know that that might not be <laughs> where we go again. Okay, yeah. Um, that, that's an aggressive strategic plan item that they came out with, but it's on the books now to do. So, yes, that could be a piece of it for sure. Yep. And, and I think it's worth noting it, it's only going to help that contractor and that association to look at this program. There's really no negatives to it, right? No risk, right? No. I mean, it's, it, they're still underwritten via comp source based on their own losses. Their rating structure is going to be based on what their experience has been. Right? It's not just because you're part of this big group now you're going to get anything good or bad. They're going to look at your own losses. You're not going to participate in a loss with somebody else. I think that's some, sometimes you hear on, on group work comp programs that now we're having to share in the loss with right. somebody else. Well, that's not true with this. This is purely you're still going to be underwritten similarly than how you would be prior to getting into it. It's not a shared risk pool is what people might call those. Um, so I think that needs to be understood that, that – we get that question a lot. Yes. You know, and, and the, well, the easy answer is, well, we don't want to share losses with, you know, Andy's insurance or Andy's con- contracting. Well, you do already, by the way, in the insurance market. All right. You know, so we're already all in a big captive, but, but this is not anything different than what right. they're used to having. Because, I mean, historically, there have been programs back in the day yep. that everybody gained, but then everybody would lose. And there still are. Happened. Yeah, there's still programs out there like that. And, and if, if the right people are in there and if it's managed properly it can be extremely valuable this is not one of those right right <laughs> this is purely an association program so and we uh you know we certainly appreciate uh those two programs we you know we always strive i strive to make sure that you know regc Oklahoma building chapter members get uh serviced you know with the white glove treatment or a cadillac treatment with any of the programs that we have uh just to make you know make them feel like they've been treated a little bit better a little bit special which they should be um so i appreciate all the work you guys have done and and you know the representatives from bitco and comp source mutual and gosh we've got uh we've got high hopes for the programs and and grow them further and help the chapter and help our members yeah we we're we're happy to say that literally within the first year we've already put a little over a million dollars in the program and i say we as in comp source and agc and that's only going to get bigger. And, and you know, we were fortunate to add a larger one just last month to the program. And it they had never been with CompSource. They have been with the AGC for a long time, never been with CompSource. And this was the driving factor that actually got them with CompSource. So not only was CompSource very pleased sure. to write a new account with, with uh, you know, but the AGC was too, you know, because now they've been AGC members for years. But this is one of the ones that historically may have not considered CompSource. So, Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. And there again, for for an agent that's listening about the program, there's no risk for that agent. No. Right. They've got another product 
to offer to their construction client that might be a better service to the client and then also help you know the association at the same time yeah i mean our goal you know is to specialize and have an expertise in construction and we feel like that if if we're not you know apprised and privy to what's going on with our local associations the agc of course being the biggest one then we're not doing our job for our clients and for our prospective new clients so the more that we can, you know, be in tune with what's going on within the industries just like this, I think puts, you know, any agent, you know, a step ahead of, of someone else that's just not paying attention. Excellent. And we appreciate that. So I don't have any more questions. Do you guys have anything else that we've missed that we need to weigh in on? Nope. All right. So thank you again, Dylan, Yeah. Paul, guys with uh, Insurica. Uh, we've enjoyed the relationship through the years. Certainly enjoy you guys' sponsorship and all the uh, work that you know you guys have put into the association over the years. And with that, we will close it up. Thank you. Thank you, Doug. Thanks again to Paul Moore, Dylan Rosenhammer, Glenn Tolentino, and Lance Shetley with Insurica for helping out with today's podcast.